0: What is up everybody? Welcome to the Halftime Snacks Podcast. This show features short interviews that you can listen during the halftime of your favorite sports events. Every Tuesday I host fun conversations with talented people in the sports industry where we'll learn from their stories, knowledge, and experiences. So go grab your favorite snack and come snack with us. Are you ready? Let's go! Today's halftime snack features the founder and CEO of Ticket Time Machine, a commemorative product company that helps you keep your memories alive by providing souvenir tickets of the events you attended. They recently launched an augmented reality experience which enhances the fan experience and adds value for sponsors, brand partners and others while bringing the digital and physical world together. Our guest is also the host of the Wolf Dent Live Show, and you can find it in LinkedIn, Facebook, and YouTube, where he goes and interviews amazing people in the industry. This man's expertise lies in the intersection of marketing, live events, and technology. It is an honor and a pleasure to host him in today's Halftime Snack. Ladies and gentlemen, Matt Wolf. Hey,
1: everyone, thanks for, thanks for having That's That sounded like it did when I was on the basketball team got introduces the starting center
0: <laughs> oh so you were in the basketball team that's nice
1: yeah i was that's awesome. the tallest kid in the grade which wasn't really that tall compared to every other team but
0: still <laughs> nice so my introduction is bringing you live memories from your time in the basketball team such as the way your tickets bring memories back to everyone else Uh, man welcome to the show welcome to the halftime snacks we always kick it off with a fun icebreaker so let me ask you this what's the coldest place you ever traveled for vacation well it's a
1: that's a good question because we go on a sports trip every year with my friends and we go to a different city major league baseball college football and pro football and i'm from new jersey so i've I've i grew up in the cold and we were at we were in pittsburgh in in november and the college football game on Saturday was probably the coldest I've ever been. I was wearing like three pairs of pants, three, three long sleeve shirts. We would get hot chocolate. And before we even got back to the seat, it was cold. And then it was, it was crazy. And the next day, Sunday for the, for the Steelers game, we were in shorts and short sleeves. The sun was out. It was nuts. So that's probably the coldest I've ever been on vacation.
0: <laughs> wow, that's insane! You know, I never heard you know such a difference in one day in the same city. Yeah. But uh I guess it's amazing. I never been to Pittsburgh, man. But I'm, I hope I'm gonna make it one day. Um, Matt, man, thank you so much for taking the invitation to come to the halftime snacks. I want to discuss a lot of things with you here today and learn mostly from what you've done through. I mean, all the things that you've been building. How about you? You you kick it off by just telling us the story, or maybe. Sharing with us the moment where, when you decided that you wanted to build Ticket Time Machine and, I mean, how it really came about or how you started it. Just share with us the, the, the quick story.
1: Yeah, my first my first job in sales was for a company called Worldwide Ticket Craft. It was a ticket printing company. I had no idea that there, there was a job that did this. You just assume tickets show up and people make them. or um, but So I worked there for about seven or eight years, and then I left and did anti-money laundering sales for about six or seven years. And I was at a Marlins baseball game. Edinson Volquez throws a no-hitter. The, uh, I have a mobile ticket. And they actually announced over the loudspeaker, if you want a printed ticket, come to the box office. So I was like, that's great. And I went up there and I said, thanks. Can you put Edinson Volquez no-hitter on there? And they said that they couldn't. And I know that they can because I, that's my background. Man. And so that's when the idea came. Uh, I've been to a couple of shows right after that where I couldn't get a printed ticket. And I said, you know what? I think there's something here
0: is that the moment that you also realize that there's also a market for it or or through through some research and through talking to different folks you kind of realize that oh there people would actually be interested in that
1: yeah it's it's hard to find the research on that because it, at this point and this is 2018 it, it, we were first moving to digital so we really we really mm-hmm. didn't even know but i knew right away that there was a market for it i just it's one of those things that you know that i just knew being a fan also combined with being uh, someone who was in the industry for a while.
0: Yeah, I actually remember. You know, it's funny that uh, tickets mean a whole experience because I used to collect uh, the tickets uh, for for movies. Uh, I used to save them, you know, with the name of the of the movie, just to remember which movies I've seen. So after a while, I just know how many yeah. movies I've seen, and so it was it was kind of like fun to collect it, but. I wonder what are some of the challenges that you faced uh, through Ticket Time Machine? I mean, in the whole like collectibles and souvenir markets, I mean, what are some challenges regarding competition? Like who's your competitor or who really takes away your market from you? Uh, sales, what are some of the key like challenges to convince people that this is something valuable and worth it? Uh, share with us a couple of challenges that you faced so far through TTM.
1: Yeah, so the first challenge was that di- going digital was is very new. So most places when I first started this were, were pretty much still doing a printed ticket, but knowing that it was trending towards the digital, so that was the first thing. Until it goes fully digital, people are still going to say, "Well, we do a uh, we still do a printed ticket," or they're going to say, "Hey, we're in the we're in the midst of transitioning," and for some reason they think that if they do something printed. That it's going to take away from their ability to move people to digital. Uh, the second biggest challenge was uh, COVID and events coming to a halt. Which uh, you know we got into. The, we did some digital and virtual events and, and found some a little bit of space there. And I still think there's there's more opportunity there. And, and then the third one is being the new kid on the block. You know when you're not established and the people who are are i guess you could say they're the competition they've been around for a while they know the people they have the relationships so that's probably the 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 third one that we're kind of fighting against but i i believe that we're a new voice we're we're more innovative and we have a better pulse on what the fan wants so it's just a matter of getting those one two yeses and i think the rest are going to follow
0: so do you feel a lot of pushback when for instance, talking with customers or potential customers, do you feel like a lot of pushback on, no, maybe this is not for me? Or like, what are some of the like prim- primary like pushback reasons that they give on why this is something they don't need?
1: Yeah, the, f- the first one is probably timing. That's probably the biggest thing. So especially with COVID, there's a lot of uncertainty with events. And so by the time they actually get to around to it, they're so deep in the weeds of what they're doing. They either, we don't have time to for for any of this. And we really can take care of everything from start to finish, including in fulfillment. There, we don't need a whole lot of resources from the customer, but they don't understand that. So it's it's you know, trying to get the right timing of it because it's a seasonal thing when people have tickets, unless it's just, you know, you have events all year round. But a lot of the stuff we do are one you know, one event a year. And um, so that's probably the biggest pushback. And then, yeah, you know, money. If if they don't have money to spend, um, they've, you know, we say get sponsors to pay for it and you're going to generate revenue from the fans. And we can create a program where, you know, you don't have to risk anything. Anything you buy from me, you've already sold. So it's basically almost on demand. But it's just hard to get people to understand that.
0: Yeah, and I guess that bringing in technology kind of like, helps that. So I want to talk about that project that you're currently working on that brings in augmented reality to increase uh, fan engagement. So tell us a little bit of what it is, how it works, who you're working with and what exactly is it going to change in terms of like the experience of the fans moving forward?
1: Yeah. So the digital experience is obviously something that's uh, coming about and there's a ton of great companies out there that are doing digital experiences um, you know, when you're at the game, if you're a fan at home. Uh, but what I wanted to do is add a digital experience to our physical product. To, it's going to add value for the experience. It's going to add value for the sponsors and uh, just something to, you know, make what we're offering, which we think we have a pretty cool product with our animated tickets, even that much better. And I was trying to find sort of an off the shelf type of program with AR that would may uh, would have a good experience. But the the AR with the video, where let's say you have a, you know, a player in the background dancing and they have all that stuff. It's, it's largely un, unaffordable. Like it's 40, dollars just to start. And I mean, there's very few companies, you know, like Coca-Cola can do it. Maybe some professional teams can do it, but I'm selling, you know, a cheaper, not a cheap ticket, but a, a ticket. It's not what, let's say it's, you know, the ticket people are buying is under $10. Well, they're not going to spend $15 to have someone jump out. Hmm. So we we partnered with a company called Maxigram and they have video AR and so you trigger on the ticket and a video pops up. And that video can be changed out or it could remain. And there's icons around it, which are one click. And so the difference between the, the QR code and the AR video is that the AR video loads automatically. The QR code only brings you to a website. And from there, you have to navigate. And especially if you're on your phone, you have to start clicking through the three, that, that three-line menu and then try and figure out what you want. The AR stuff that we have, the video is automatic and the icons are one click. So once it's on your screen, I click one button, I make a phone call. I click another button, it goes to the store. I click another button, you can buy tickets. Another button goes to social media. So it's just a lot of flexibility on, uh, on what you're offering. And then it just keeps you engaged. It's a very good way to bridge the physical and the digital. And we look at this as an add-on value. I'm not, I was not, I wasn't trying to find something where we can, you know, resell and and use that as a profit. Also, I'm just trying to add on the value to make it just a better experience for everyone.
0: In my perspective as a fan, um, I would love to really see or kind of like capture my favorite play from the game or the, the 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 moment in the game that really gave me the most emotion, or kind of combining that element of emotion or the thing that in- impacted my 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 mood the most during the game and putting it into the ticket that I'm just going to keep for the rest yeah. of my life. I think that's, that's like, that's like awesome. That's like,
1: yeah, that's what we envision highlights or, you know, songs, maybe if it's a concert and you're, and you're using it, maybe a song, uh, maybe a preview, you know, putting schedules out there upcoming. Uh, maybe you put a message from a player that comes out and you can alert, you know, shoot them an email and say, Hey, check out your ticket. There's something new waiting for you it's uh i think it's i think it's a game changer for us it's we're really excited about it and you know we're gonna you talk about movies we're looking at getting commemorative movie tickets and we're wanting to have commemorative uh boarding passes for trips that you took and i'm trying to get into the trading card market because i think we have some pretty cool stuff there we did a trading card for a moto racer he's 14 years old his name is keegan brown and we did a trading card for him and it's got, it's an animated card and in the back, it looks like a trading card. And so uh, we think that this stuff is, you know, the augmented reality. I, we think our stuff stands on its own, but the augmented reality stuff, I think is really going to be, um, you know, a, a, a value added for, for the teams, the fans and and the sponsors.
0: Yeah. And, you know, even even taking it further, thinking about blockchain technology and the way you can, like... Sign things digitally and store them in the bo- in the blockchain and keep their authenticity Maybe, you know in the future you're gonna have the the augmented reality highlight But you're also gonna have it signed by the player and then this adds value to it And you can then trade it with someone else or as you mentioned digital cards or collectibles or you know things that you can just keep but then increasing value they don't they're not only emotional memories and things that Help you uh, remember what you what you lived or what you saw, but more than so, it can also really become an investment. So I really see a big potential in in, in these kind of ideas, um, Matt. Uh, but what is this is my vision. But what is yours? Your vision in the future of collect- collectibles, souvenirs, and tickets uh, for your case, and how how are you planning on? Uh, Take a time machine to really adapt to such changes in the upcoming, you know, five, ten years, and in the future.
1: Yeah. So the vision is for any fan who wants a printed memorabilia, printed ticket for any event that they went to, that they'll be able to get it, whether someone's giving it to them, whether they have to buy it. Uh, that's the that's the goal and that's the vision for Ticket Time Machine. If you want a ticket, you'll be able to get it. And how are we going to do that? And you know, how are we going to adapt? Well, I mean. We've added augmented reality. That's kind of adapting to the times, but we're, we're going to be a flexible company. So we'll be able to offer a lot more different things. Once we're, once we're operating in the way that we want to, we'll be able to offer, you know, more experiences like, Hey, you know, maybe, you know, like, um, field of dreams. There's a a company field of dreams in the mall and, and Highland Mint and all these companies where they, they give you, it's not just the ticket, but it's, it's a frame and there's some other stuff. So we're we're going to work on that, building a, a, an experience and, and building a, a better, more robust product around our collectibles. But we're focused on the tickets first. And um, yeah, we're excited. We're, we're in very good position now that things are moving again. And we're, we're having some great conversations. And I think it's a matter of time.
0: Yeah, I'm also very excited to look. To look forward what's going to happen, you know, with all the implementations of technology and just like the world just moving moving forward so fast, we're going to see so many new things uh, being implemented there. And, you know, one of the things that uh, keeps coming to my mind when I talk about souvenirs is how like, you know, how if you go to like Disney or, or Universal Parks, you, you get the ride and then right after the ride, you, you, like, you land in the souvenir store right yeah. so so i'm just i'm just trying to translate that idea of landing to time ticket machine after a game you know that, that that like experience you know maybe put into digital right but uh that's how people are going to start to think like okay game's finished but now i want to i want to get my i, w- I want to get my highlight you know i want to get the moment in the game that i w- i want to remember this there's that, where i want to go and so and so Ticket Time Machine is going to be in, on top of my mind, right?
1: Yeah. So that's, For the, I right, guess-
0: the right opportunity, we can
1: actually be on site and selling and printing and customizing and personalizing. That's another vision that we have is to be able to almost like a kiosk type thing around places. But it, you know, Ticket Time Machine, the products that we have, it's called Ticket Time Machine. The first thing that comes to mind, we say it's a commemorative ticket company. Someone hears Ticket Time Machine, they think tickets – And the definition of a ticket is really evolving right now. So we do credentials, we do name badges, we customize and personalize. We have magnets, posters, Um, but we really, you know, it's merchandise. It's merchandise. It's a collectible. It's a souvenir. You call it whatever you want. At the end of the day, it's something that's going to generate memories from an event that you did. And and it's also going to give you an experience moving forward. So it's, um, yeah, I mean, we want to be top of mind for, you know, we want to be the, the, the number one name that people think of when they think of memorabilia and collectibles. And it's, you know, crazy stuff that just went on in tops. I don't know if you're a card collector, but, uh, fanatics is taking over the world. They just basically ended tops. And, uh, I hope I've been reaching out to all the card companies kind of offer what we do. So we we're going to be reaching out to, we already have reached out to fanatics and, and the people involved in that department and we hope to be printing collectible cards trading cards uh
0: sometime soon. Super exciting, man. And I'm, I'm a big fan of the name Time Machine. I mean, you guys really invented travel uh time travel. You guys can take me back, you know, in time and and remind me of the best best memories of of sports in my life. So, man, I, I appreciate it and I'm looking forward to what's going to happen. Um Matt, wait, before we go, man, I can't leave without asking you a more personal question, something uh, that is maybe a little bit more unique to you. And my personal question is, man, what do you want to be remembered for? What is your life's mission? What what really drives you when you, is, is the, that's the, the mark you want to leave in this world? What do you want to be remembered for?
1: Uh, I, that's a great question. I, I'd like to be remembered uh, as someone who was reliable and uh there for the the people that needed me whenever whenever they needed and um you know i have a very good close circle of friends and there's nothing i wouldn't do for them and now i'm expanding my network from a business point of view and i include some of those people as uh, i'm going to go to bat for them and and help them out any way i can so uh that's that's really what i think i'd like to be remembered for just that i was reliable
0: man that's an awesome answer man and i want to thank you so much for taking my invitation to come to the half time snacks it has been an absolute pleasure to host you uh matt big fan of what you guys are doing big fan of the name time machine uh ticket time machine really really unique and can't really wait to look what's going to happen with you guys in the future uh and you're always welcome to come to the half time snacks again to talk about it man but for now thank you so much for coming to the half time snacks Thank you very much for tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode, hit the subscribe button and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. If you enjoy learning about the business and technology behind sports, make sure you subscribe to the Sports Tech Biz newsletter. I'll leave the link in the show notes. See you all next week. Bye bye.